Sports. Once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Hey, 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 hey. It's an 88.3 WGTs after further review. Getting to our last theme of the day, our last segment. Talking a little baseball. I'm talking a little bit about baseball much on this show, but talking about the World Baseball Classic and David the Man of Guy Harris. He's really, 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 really into baseball. Old, you know, the old pastime of old America. And you made a kind of interesting point. They're doing things that. Major League Baseball doesn't want to do. And I heard it was pretty exciting. The last out was between Otani and Mike Trout, as I believe Japan was going up against USA for the chip. Japan pulled away and won. Uh, but, David, your thoughts on the World Baseball Classic? And uh, as I said, go ahead from there. Yeah, the World Baseball Classic kind of the international tournament. Five people, I heard one person describe it as kind of like the World Cup of Baseball, to put it into terms that most American players or most American fans would understand or comprehend. Not quite like baseball in the Olympics, which is mm-hmm. also kind of an international baseball tournament, but essentially, uh, yeah, an international baseball tournament. And, yes, it came down to, you know, Japan-USA in the final. It was played in Miami. The fans were excited the last out. Between Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, um, the memes kind of just were out the wazoo about this is the only time that Angels fans get to see their two best players win a championship. Um, so just the hilarity of, like, hey, if Aaron, you know, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout were on the same team, what could have been? You know, just all kinds of shots at the Anaheim Angels and their management, which is an app if we're just going to call it state of spade and how they're just wasted both these generational talents. Well, but also all about this. It wasn't this, was it? No, I don't think it was. I, okay. Well, and, and that's, and that's part of the why kind of, I said in the teaser kind of, this is what base like world baseball classic is exactly what baseball what's wrong with Major League Baseball. What's wrong with Because it? it wasn't boring. Like, World Baseball Classic was exciting. It was fun. Not just the international players, you know, playing for the country, and anytime you get to play for your country, it's fun and exciting. And it's going to mean more than the quote-unquote team that pays your bill. Mm-hmm. But even players that have literally played and won the World Series, which is supposed to be, you know, the granddaddy of them all, the greatest accomplishment in baseball. They're out here saying that they would much rather play and win the World Baseball Classic because it's for the country, it's more exciting, and it means more to them. And so if you're baseball, and granted, uh, one thing a lot of people may have not recognized or realized, World Baseball Classic 
is run by Major League Baseball. Like, no, this is their entity. So, so <laughs> that is kind of weird. Yeah. So, it's like they have the ability to you know, orchestrate to make these changes and fix the game if they really wanted to. Uh, and I think that's maybe is that the way that you're going to gravitate and get the casual fan like we talked about with the baseball changes and rule changes and what's going to get that middle ground mm-hmm. of fans that either love it or hate it to really enjoy baseball if you had more like the World Baseball Classic where players had fun they're allowed to be interject they're allowed to express themselves they're allowed to show emotion. Mm-hmm. Like just show like some kind of happiness outside of a game winning kit. I think a lot of fans would appreciate and gravitate that because they tuned in to the World Baseball Classic. Again, it was you know international and national pride, and it really gave a chance in the market of Miami, kind of an epicenter for kind of Latin American Caribbean culture to flourish because of the you know bunch of players or a bunch of fans in the stands um, listening to radio in Miami. That's the most fans that they're going to have in that stadium all season. Like, how can we capture this lightning in the bottle of World Baseball Classic that only happens every three years through a 162-game season? It starts with allowing the, the players to have fun. Now, there's going to be, and it was made, a lot of people saw the Keith Overman tweet of, you know, this is bad, this is just some preseason tournament, players are going to get hurt, blah, 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 this doesn't matter. Like, I'm sorry, you would much rather watch boring bleep spring training where players get hurt too. There have been players that have been out for the season or are out until the summer, you know, with injuries in spring training. Uh, you know, that's, I would much rather watch World Baseball Classic over and over than spring training. Like, everyone would. The players clearly want to play in this more than they want to play in spring training. Like, there are players that didn't get the invitation to go to the World Baseball Classic or denied or their teams, which is another thing. The teams say, oh, we don't want our players playing in this quote-unquote meaningless tournament. And then... You know, so they can just be in spring training and do, you know, what, pitch for an inning? Didn't what's-his-face get injured in, in the ex- ex- celebration huddle? Who was it? Yeah. Yeah, Edwin Diaz. D- Diaz. That's what I thought. He got, he was celebrating and, and had an ankle injury. Yeah, and he's out for a season. And then kind of that led to some of the Oh, wait a minute. He's out for the but, season? I thought he was only out for a month or two. Okay, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Edwin Diaz. If I yeah, get a specific injury, um, uh, live radio. Yeah, so he tore his patella tendon in his right knee, celebrating. Wow. Now I can understand where people they they will they would get upset about that because you know you you don't want your players getting hurt. Yeah, but then it's also you know players get hurt in spring training. Mm-hmm. Like all the time. So what? What's the difference if, if you view this as an exhibition tournament? Then what's the difference of getting hurt playing for your country 
versus getting hurt in a meaningless spring training game. Because spring training is more meaningless than World Baseball Classic. Like, spring training might be the most meaningless preseason of all the major sports. Why? I mean, you, you, but to be honest with you, the priest, it depends. I think for the younger people, why is there an echo? I hear myself in the background. Okay. No uh, um, you're trying to evaluate the younger players. So obviously the older players aren't going to take up a much, a lot of time. I do they know they do the split squads and stuff like that. Those guys know what they're doing. They know they're on the squad. And that goes for a lot of pro sports. I mean, think about it. Football. People get hyped about the preseason, but most of the starters only take, what, one, two, three snaps possibly, and then you're letting the younger guys and the, the fringe guys are the ones that are taking, you know, most of, the, most of the time. So, I mean, so spring training to me almost is the same as any other pro sport. You, you're trying to evaluate the, the future. You're trying to evaluate your draft picks. You're trying to see, can this person play? Obviously, you're not going to see the stars, and they might come out, you know, you, you, you go down the spring training it's warm weather you might go see some bp see that or see them get a couple pitches off but you already know what it is so i don't know if that really argument has any holds any weight that it's totally pointless i mean you're getting ready for the season you're getting, you got to you got to get that you know that motor going but at the same time with the world baseball classic i i think it's great i think there's there's pride in playing for your country but at the same time your money makers here in the pros, and you don't want to be like Diaz and sit up there and get hurt and miss a whole season. Yeah, well, I mean, you could you could even say that like, well, injuries happen all the time, That's regardless true. of That's preseason true. or regular season. And like I like I said, we're seeing a lot of injuries in spring training, just kind of doing regular. And these are guys that we know are going to be on the forty man. So, like to that extent, I would agree that. Uh, for those that are trying to make a roster, mm-hmm. those that are going to probably start the season in um, double A or you know triple A ball, want to get them some time working around, working with the pro club. Like I can understand that. I think for me, when I say it's meaningless, I think for the fans, mm-hmm. like why are we having a month of just warm up baseball? Granted, like. NFL preseason is different because we'll just watch football. Like, XFL is on TV right now. People are going to watch football just because it's football. It doesn't matter how crappy it is. Like, this country knows if there's someone throwing a pigskin, we're going to watch. Mm-hmm. Good football, bad football. I mean, Denver Broncos were on Monday Night Football multiple times. Crappiest Monday Night Football team we've ever seen. But it's football. Mm-hmm. So I think... I think for the fans, something like the World Baseball Classic, where it is fun, where it's exciting, where there's allowed to be an expression of personality, which is what some of the detractors were saying was wrong with the World Baseball Classic. It's too much not like baseball. It doesn't matter. It's not important. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, you know, the bread and butter is Major League Baseball. If, like if the World Baseball Classic wasn't designed or wasn't supposed to be fun and exciting and entertaining, then one, Major League Baseball wouldn't be in charge of it. Two, no team would let their their star players go play in this because they recognize the, the bread and butter. You know, this isn't baseball. This is just you know, 
uh, something to pass the time. This isn't true to the game. And as, as we saw, I there are a lot of people that tune into the World Baseball Classic, even just the final. Not just international, where Japan, overwhelmingly everyone was watching the World Baseball Classic, some of the countries in the Caribbean and South America. Like, it seems like everyone else enjoyed the World Baseball Classic and what it meant, except for the American fans, who has this idea of, uh, this isn't good, this isn't real baseball, you know, how is this going to impact my Major League Baseball team? Like, and injuries, one, injuries happen, two, if you're a Mets fan, you're not winning the World Series. Like, Edwin Diaz, yes, he would have gotten maybe 25, 30 saves. But are you beating the Braves in the NLCS? No. Are you going to beat a team like the Dodgers? No. So, like, what does it matter for you? Like, let, let your players have fun before they spend the next six months bored because they have to listen to the same, you know, boring PA announcers. They don't get a chance to have fun until... Um, <laughs> The All-Star break. And even that's kind of like, eh, you know, home run derby. Someone was saying, could you even have like a mini World Baseball Classic during All-Star break weekend or during All-Star break week? Probably a little hard, lot harder logistic-wise, but it could be done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, like to my greater point, like the fun that they had in World Baseball Classic, the music, the culture, the exciting, is a lot more exciting than just Hearing the same old pipe organ every night in 29 other cities. And the fans being like, yay. Do 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 do. Charge. Like, that's not exciting. <laughs> I want a Vuvuzela. I want the trumpets. Like, that, that's true. Uh, people, some people have said that in other countries. It's, it's, it's more like that. But I don't know. You know how change is tough for people in this country. So if you did try to push for I mean, look at the pitch clock. People, it's the reason why I don't, I think that's been the lack of growth for baseball. And really, I hate to say it, the fans are getting older and dying out. You have to start doing things to, to, to evolve. And I think that's what the other sports have done with baseball. I mean, with football and basketball, definitely they've evolved. Hockey, it's coming around to it. Finally, they got the ESPN deal. Now they got a primetime game coming on later on Saturday night, tonight, around 8. Um, I believe Penguins and um, Capitals. Capitals. You know, Sidney Crosby and, you know, Ovi, baby, Ovechkin. Should have been doing that 10, 15 years ago. They didn't do it, and there's no fan base. Same thing with baseball. It's like. You got to start evolving, and I don't know if that'll ever happen. I, I see what you're saying. You know, like I said, um, they have that minor league team, the Bananas, and all that that does that, and people have fun at the games. Um, you got to start bringing in more of the casual fan. But as I said before, if you're average eight, I think the average age of a major league baseball fan is like late forties, maybe early fifties. I I'd probably have to look that up, but but the, the demographic is. You're always talking about the good old days. The good old days are past, you know. Um, You talk about the golden era of baseball. 
Most of those players are past. They've passed on. You know, you talk about they always talk about Mickey Mantle and in a certain extent, you know, Babe Ruth, even though I never seen Babe Ruth play. But most of the stars that they reminisce about played in the seventies or the eighties. And a lot of those guys, heck, have, like I said, have either passed on or they're in their sixties or seventies. You know, not recently people talk about Derek Jeter stuff like that but you don't really know who's the current superstar now for major league baseball can you tell me yeah right now it's Shohei otani is it yep how so by marketability i mean i know in japan he's blowing it up but does really anyone talk about him in the states well yeah because everyone is saying that he is kind of well a lot of Baseball experts are saying he's the greatest baseball player, at least of this generation. Some people are even saying he might be the greatest all time just because he's a dynamic pitcher and he's a great hitter. And along with the marketability, I think the you know it was brought up in the World Baseball Classic with him and kind of Trout is the American kind of golden boy, even though he really hasn't done anything to warrant that. Um, but because those two are playing in Anaheim in a market that no one cares about, that's a craft team. That's their only detriment. So the kind of the running joke is how much longer until Shohei Otani ends up with the Dodgers, kind of which is a big team that everyone knows about, or with the Yankees, because those are the teams that are always on TV that are always winning. Um, kind of those because the optics because individual success statistics. So Otani clear and probably win the MVP and the Cy Young every year if he wanted to. Yeah, but but if you went asked Anaheim, you you I understand what you're saying, David. You you you're a baseball junkie. But if I were to work, walk on the street and be like, you know who Shawnee Otani is, are they gonna tell me he's a major league baseball player, or are they gonna be like, oh, he's a movie star? They don't know. You tell you, yeah, you ask someone, yeah. but if you ask someone who's LeBron James, basketball player, well, see what I'm saying? Probably more just yeah. American. Tom Brady, football because, player. Yeah, I think it's because it's an international player, and you're already drawing from a limited well of sports baseball. Uh, Luka Doncic, you know, just baseball fan, basketball player. People know who Luka Doncic is. Yeah, David. If, if you do go with a casual fan, some of them would be like Luka Doncic, setback guy, you know, or or they go, oh, that's Huka Doncic. I don't think Shoney Antani. So I don't know if you can use the international thing. Is that people know who Giannis Antetokounmpo is? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know well, if you can use that international argument. Well, for, for baseball, I think it fits because kind of, if we're just going to call it space, space a lot of, the majority of the best players in baseball are not American. Well, that, that's true. Like, Most of them are Dominican, I believe. And some people, yeah. the average age for, for baseball is, is varying. Some of the people are saying uh, average age is usually around 25 to 54. I don't believe that. Some are saying it. Arguably speaking, it's more or less like 57 years old. I think the the average um, age range for Major League Baseball, this is just my opinion, is maybe more or less between 
45 and 60 who are like die hard baseball fans. That makes sense because, like I said, that's when baseball was really prominent. Now, and as you mentioned before, there maybe needs to be some rule to. Now, I don't. Now, let's not let get drastic. We've talked about that here on this show. Now, don't go to the old rock and jock rules where you're doing stuff that's ridiculous that takes away from the game, and then it becomes just a circus show. But like, I think a pitch clock is needed. I don't believe in in extra innings putting someone at second base. I, I think that's kind of stupid. But there's just different things, like you said before, they can make it more of a fan experience. And minor league baseball has done that. Um, they could take a page from that. Uh, uh, the old Vic or Vec, the old White Sox owner, you know, he had disco nights and stuff like that. He he did that to, to revive baseball instead of people just going to a game and watching people hit a ball with a stick. So like the Mud Hens, you normally you don't remember the players at the Mud Hens games. You more or less remember they make more of the experience. Now, uh, I do think with Major League Baseball, what's a little bit better is that there is some star power there. But I, I do think Major League Baseball also does need to do a little bit more of promoting itself and its players, just like hockey. Yeah, and adding to the kind of I think the biggest thing of the World Baseball Classic is, you know, the fans were there was an experience for the fans that made them want to come, mm-hmm. you know, for obviously the Dominican, uh, the Puerto Rico those games, the fans were obviously into it because that's their culture. Like, American culture, we're not used to, quote-unquote, having fun at baseball games. No. Unless, you're, you're, unless you're at a minor league baseball park, and even then, that's limited to stuff pre-game or kind of like the mid, like in-between innings, kind of like a little race or something here or there. Whereas, like, So I think Major League Baseball can bring fun in, into the fan atmosphere of a Major League Baseball park. And it's up to the home stadiums to do that. Like, you can create a good fan experience for 81 games out of the season if you really wanted to. And I think if you can, if baseball can do that and they can figure out how to capture the excitement of the World Baseball Classic and bring that for the local team, now obviously it's not going to work for every team. Um, and obviously winning will help bring fans into the stands. But if they can see that we can have fun here while watching this game, even if it is, you know, with a pitch clock, two and a half, three hours instead of the four-hour game, like that's going to make people want to come back is having fun. Now, granted, if your team's winning, that helps. But even if you're losing, you can have fun at the ballpark and make it make it worth spending the hundreds and hundreds of dollars that you're there sitting in the stands. Can I ask you this? Should they shorten the season? No. I don't think so either. No. I, I think I think part of that is the traditionalists are just gonna, you know, pop a gasket. But two, if you shorten it, like wh- where do you shorten it? Because it seems like those months from April to October. April to uh, uh, September is baseball. And then, like, are you going to say that, you know, the October Classic? Granted, sometimes that's in November now, so that's already happened. Well, but what the, the, the problem also, that momentum. But I think also the problem is you've expanded the playoffs. 
why that it's getting pushed into mid-November. I mean, remember, there was only the AL West, the NL West, or the AL West, the AL East, the NL West, and the NL East. And then those winners went on to, to compete for the, 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 the league championships in the year in the World Series. Now you got the, the one-game playoff, the divisional series, the championship series, the World Series, the World Cup, and all the things you got to do with that that adds a little bit of extra. But I will agree with you, too. I don't think they should shorten the season, though. Yeah, and that's probably going to be one of those things that I don't think will come up in our lifetime, but 162 games just seems like, you know, where do you shorten it to? Do you shorten it to, like, 128? Do you shorten it to 152? Do you just do what should have been done a long time ago and kind of revert back to the playoffs so we're not having 30 teams in the playoffs, it seems, and kind of awarding the teams that actually do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's still a lot of questions, and baseball can change, obviously, but I think looking at the World Baseball Classic um, can be good for baseball moving forward. And also, now that I'm thinking about it, the World Baseball Classic didn't even have a pitch clock, and the, the games were about... Uh, three hours on average. So you don't even need to have the picture. Well, what they're trying to do is you're trying to get the games lower than three hours, maybe two and a half. That's basically the the attention span of sports fans, a little over two hours. Yeah. But yeah, just kind of thinking, even watching, because I watched a couple of the group stage matches and then a little bit of the semifinals and a little bit of the final. Yeah, it didn't feel like the pitch clock was I don't want to say needed or necessary in those games because I think, if I'm remembering back, usually kind of in baseball seasons past, you know, players would step out of the box, you know, four or five times in that bat. Whereas in the World Baseball Classic, there wasn't a lot of stepping out. It was, you know, there was a good flow to the game. So I think that that will be interesting to see what Major League Baseball players and executives, kind of officials, think about that aspect in terms of pace to play as. They return, you know, spring training, get ready for regular season, and the pitch clock just kind of one dynamic. But yeah, ultimately, let's make baseball fun because mm-hmm. making baseball fun is what's going to keep the game from not dying. Right, and that's true. Baseball. The evolution of the sporting events keep the game from dying. But if you stay in the past, you'll be left in the past. Yeah. Well, David, like I said, you got it off your chest. Uh, Two great segments. Like I said, if you missed any of the segments, you can listen to them on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you uh, go over there and download it on your your phone. It's WXGT's after further review with a picture of Frank Bashner and the horse's head. Final thoughts on this segment, uh, David? Uh, Hopefully the old white guys (laughs) that fall in love with the quote-unquote tradition of the game can just stay off, again, overarching thing, just stay off of social media and don't tweet it because, you know, you get old guys like Keith Overman and irrelevant um, <laughs> sports journalists like Barstool Sports kind of telling the players that this is not good when they're having fun. That's true. Um, yeah. Did you, wait, so I, don't. Don't what? No. Don't. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Like, they, they would much rather win the World Baseball Classic and have fun playing baseball rather than 
doing a three-game road trip in Milwaukee in the middle of July. Right. Like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised. Why didn't you have a topic on the NCAA? Oh, March Madness. I thought about it, but March, yeah, March Madness is crazy. Um, some of the teams that we told you so. Um, Would you told you so? Actually, we'll do that. We'll do a ten minute on NCAA because we get, it is March Madness. So you got to do at least one of those. Uh, well, just kind of thinking about um, a team like Alabama or Houston, like the number one teams and. I'm thinking about a conversation that we had probably, what, either mid to late January or February, kind of thinking about how there was so much parity at the top, Mm. and every every team was beating everyone else, and so I said, this is kind of... Well, David, you're, once again, you're you're floating, you're trying to float topics here. We talked about baseball, we're done with baseball, we'll just get into the next topic. This is an 88.3 WGTs after further review. When we return, quick segment on May or on March Madness. It was fun. Uh kind of crazy. No number one seeds in the men's tournament. Um in the Elite Eight. Also, I made six brackets. And when I, I when we return, I'll tell you out of all those brackets, how many I got right and how many that I got wrong as far as picking a champion in the bracket. That and more here on 88.3 WCDs. After further review, we'll be back after this.